Essays three and four of the Romance of the Commonplace by Gillette Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Essay three: Dining Out. Why human beings are so fond of eating together and making a ceremonial of the business? It is hard to say. Man is almost the only animal who prefers to consume his food in company with his kind, for even sheep and cattle wander apart as they graze, seeking private delicacies. Early in the morning, it is true, most cultivated persons are savages, preferring to breakfast in seclusion and dishabille. Lunchtime finds them in a slightly barbarous state, and they tolerate company, but by evening we all become gregarious and social, and we resent the absence of an expected companion at the table as of a course omitted. And so, whether we dine at home or abroad, we call it a poor dinner where we have good things only to eat. The dullest, most provincial hostess has come to understand this, and each does what she can in inviting guests to form partnerships or combinations sympathetic and enlivening. There are, of course, always those impossibles, poor relations or what not, whom policy or politeness imperatively demands, and every dinner table is, in attempt at least, a conversational constellation of stars of the first magnitude, separated by lesser lights. From these fixed stars radiate flashes of talk, and supplementing this, the laughter of the connecting circle should follow as punctually as thunder upon lightning. The hostess, like a beneficent sun, kindles and warms and sways her little system, while the servants revolve about the table in their courses like orderly planets. But we might push the allegory a step farther. Though the round of a score of dinners may exhibit no more unusual a cosmogony than this, yet at every thirty-third event, perhaps, we may encounter a comet. There is no prognosticating his eccentric course. He comes and goes according to a mysterious law, but wherever he appears, blazing with a new light, foreign to all our conventions, he is a compelling attraction, drawing the regular and steady orbs of fashion this way and that out of their orbits, shifting their axes, and upsetting social tides and seasons. To such an innervator, a dinner is given not for food, but for pastime, and it is a game of which he may change the rules as soon and as often as they hamper his enjoyment. It matters little to him that he is dressed for a feast of propriety. To him alone it is not a livery. He is not the servant of custom. If it pleases him to settle a dispute out of hand, he will send the butler for the dictionary while the discussion is hot, or more likely go himself forthright. If he wishes to see a red rose in the hair of his host's daughter over against him, he will whip round two corners to her place and adjust the decoration. And if it is necessary to his thesis that you, his shocked or amused partner, help him illustrate a Spanish gerard, you too must up and help him in the pantomime if you would not have such fine enthusiasm wasted for a scruple i knew one such once who retrieved an almost hopelessly misarranged dinner by his generalship usurping the power of the hostess herself the guests were distributed in a way to give the greatest possible discomfort to the greatest number though from stupidity rather than from malice mr comet solved the problem at a glance he rose before the fish was served with a wine-glass in one hand and his serviette in the other the gentlemen he announced will all kindly move to the left four places 
it was before the day of progressive dinner parties and the scheme was new the ladies gaped at this audacity but after this change of partners the function began to succeed your comet then must not only be a social anarchist but he must convert the whole company or he presents merely the sorry spectacle of a man making a fool of himself never a sight conducive to appetite or to refined amusement except perhaps to the cynic he must be able to swing the situation he must believe and connive others that the true object of a dinner is to amuse and if it should take all of the time devoted to the entree for him to show the pretty sculptress at his right how to model an angel out of bread his observing hostess should feel no pang that he has neglected his brochette after all the elaborate supervision of the menu was undertaken any modern hostess will acknowledge only that in the dire case her guests did not succeed in amusing each other they might at least have good things to eat every dish untasted in the excitement of conversation then should be a tribute to her higher skill in experiments with human chemistry if she can catch no comet however she must be contented with lesser meteoric wits who make up for real brilliancy by saying what they do say quickly and spontaneously with the punsters in short and such hair-trigger intellects failing these the last class above the boar's positive are those well-meaning diners out who load themselves with stories for a dinner as a soldier goes into an engagement with a belt full of cartridges they may not get a chance for a shot very often but given an opening their fire is accurate and deadly till the last round is gone when they are at the mercy of a more inventive wit yet even these welterweights have their place at the table for we must have bread as well as wine it was one of lewis carroll's pet fancies to have a dinner-table in the shape of a ring and half the guests seated inside upon a platform which revolved slowly round the circle till each one had circumnavigated the orbit and passed opposite every guest seated on the outside of the table but this would break up many of the little secret schemes for which the modern dinner is planned and many a young man would suddenly find himself flirting with the wrong lady across the board and this last hint carries me from the exoteric to the esoteric charms of the dinner here however you must guess your own way i dare not tell you precisely what it means when celestine shifts her glass from left to right of her plate nor what i answer when i raise my serviette by one corner for celestine and i may dine with you some day and you may remember our little code you would better not invite me anyway for though i am no comet yet i admit i would be mad enough to upset the claret purposely rather than have nothing exciting happen essay four the uncharted sea ay there's the rub if we could but forecast our dreams who would care to keep awake in that we are no further advanced than in the times of pythagoras still clumsy ignorant amateurs in this most fascinating and mysterious game played by every race and condition of men under the moon there are some maybe who do not dream poor half-made men and women to whom a waking literal prosaic life is the whole of existence they stay idly at home while you and i take ship upon the unknown sea and navigate uncharted waters every night 
then we are poets dunces philosophers clowns or madcaps of sorts in a secret carnival changing not only our costumes but often our very selves doffing conscience habit and taste to play a new part at each performance if we could but manage this rare show and not be mere marionettes wired to the finger of the magician what tremendous adventures might we not undertake we have rare glimpses of the lesser mysteries but the inner secrets of that inconsequential empire are still undiscovered the revels confound us we are whirled intoxicated or drugged into a realm of confusion and out of touch with senses reason and will we cannot quite keep our heads clear how many of us have tried to dream true like peter ibbotson even to obeying the foolish formula he described lying hands under head foot upon foot murmuring his magic words try as we may those of us who are true dreamers can never quite accept the psychologist's explanation of dreams some cases may be easily understood perhaps such as the pathological influence of a welsh rabbit a superabundance of bed covers or suggestive noises we may account too for those absurd visions that appear so often on awakening when one sense after another comes a breaking into our consciousness and when the mind summoned suddenly to construct some reasonable relation between incongruous floating pictures seizes upon any explanation however ridiculous but of deeper dreams dreams logical or meaningful dreams that recur or are shared by others modern science does not give any satisfactory theory and we are forced willingly enough no doubt to apply the hypotheses of mysticism there are dreams too so progressive and educational that they seem to involve a new science unknown in this workaday world so many of us have had experiences with levitation in our dream life that we are so to speak a cult i myself began by jumping timing each spring with the precise moment of alighting from a previous leap profiting by the rebound and after many experiments i am now able to float freely even accomplishing that most difficult of all feats rising in the air by a deliberate concentrated effort of will even while lying on my back yet all of us jumpers flyers or floaters must wait till that wonderful dream comes to us after months maybe to indulge in that most exhilarating pastime children's dreams are until they are cruelly undeceived quite as real as their waking moments and it may be that we shall in time learn the forgotten art from them it is dependent no doubt upon their power of visualizing imagined objects while their eyes are shut but while still awake but this ability to call up the images of anything at will is as soon lost as their belief in dreams though this habit fades and is forgotten in the growing reality of our outward life it may not be impossible with practice to regain the proficiency for at times of great physical fatigue and mental exaltation the power comes back often intensified almost to the point of hallucination if we could train our imagination then and learn to see pictures when our eyes are shut these might become more accurate and real so that at the moment of sinking into unconsciousness as we lose hold on tangible things the vision would become one with the reality and still imagining and creating we might pass over the footlights and dream true 
to most of us there comes a recognizable moment when we know we are just at the border of sleep if we could then with our last effort of will keep control of the moving pictures we might go wherever we wished we might learn too to remember more of what happens in the night we usually give what has passed in dream no more than an indulgent smile and forget the strangeness of it all as soon as we are well awake it is as if we had hurriedly turned the pages of an illustrated book we recall here and there a few striking pictures beautiful or comic and the volume is replaced upon the shelves not to be taken down till the next evening it is a book from which we learn little its contents are not even amusing to anyone else who has as fanciful tales in his own dreamland library if we could upon first awakening impress our minds with the reality of our dreams we might be able to recall more and more and find that in spite of their incongruity there was some law which governed their visitation and some meaning in their grotesque patterns to one who dreams frequently bedtime cannot fail to be something to look forward to to hope and to prepare for with efforts to capture in the net of sleep some beautiful dream may we not sometime find the proper bait and lie down confident that we shall be duly enchanted in some delightful way according to our desires till then we must each buy our nightly ticket in sleep's lottery and draw a blank or a prize as morpheus wills some say that the most refreshing sleep is absolute unconsciousness of time that one should shut one's eyes only to open them in the morning with the night all unaccounted for but no true dreamer will assent to this he knows it is not so i was told in my youth that if i turned the toes of my boots toward the bed i should have a nightmare i confess i have never dared try it but rather than not dream at all i believe i should be tempted to hazard the experiment End of essay four.